everybody. Welcome back to RWV Live. I'm Chesley, and I'm here with Pastor Mary Jean, and it's good to be back. I've been out a couple weeks. I've missed being with you guys. We're so glad that you've joined us for this powerful little brief moment in time just for uh, getting into God's Word. Pastor Mary Jean is going to give us a recap and kind of catch me up on what I missed. <laughs> that's right. That's right. We missed you, Miss Chesley. Thank you. <laughs> we miss your sweet personality, don't we? Amen. Thank you. Well, you know, we've looked at Deborah exhaustively we've looked at Deborah yes. but but before we went on picking up on her name where her name means uh the the arrangement of her words to speak and to subdue and to answer and to command her name has to do with speaking the mm-hmm. bar in Hebrew is to speak yeah. and so we thought as I was telling the ladies last week that when I was perusing through my files on my computer, I ran across a lesson I did years ago. And it was just talking about the power of the tongue and the Proverbs and the different places. And, you know, I just, it's such a life-changing, yes, it it's such a life-changing um, awareness of the power of our words. And I've, I've lived long enough now to experience how words can change things and and get you across get you into the victory of whatever you're dealing with and so i thought it was a good time because from deborah meaning to speak and her understanding how to arrange her words properly into esther which is where we want to go we're heading that way and her understanding her authority and esther also has to do with speaking in chapter two and we'll get to that in the near future i'm sure (laughs) So we're just going to uh, go back over our slides a little bit, just from 1 through 5, just to say where there's no vision or redemptive revelation of God. Remember, the the woman brings, the, the motherhood of God brings the redemptive part of God. So when women understand their call and understand their position with God and how to walk in his righteousness, uh, there's a redemptive revelation. When there's not one, people perish. They're uncovered and literally are naked. Mm. People perish for lack of of, uh, vision. Where there's no vision, the people perish, it says. Mm. And so the vision in the Amplified of of Proverbs uh, 29.18 says people perish when there's no redemptive revelation of God. And then we saw that a word fitly spoken is like apples of gold and pictures of silver. I love that scripture because literally it means... A word spoken upon the wheels is like a shimmering breath in the in or upon the imagination of your desires. Wow. So a word fitly spoken is like God walks by and goes, mm-hmm. breathes on the desires, his desires that he's placed in you mm-hmm. from before the foundation of the world yeah. and, and the destiny that he has for you. So when we have a word fitly spoken, mm-hmm. and that's what Deborah, she had her words, order, uh, orderly arrangement to her words. So I'm sure she had words fitly spoken. In fact, she did with Barak. Mm-hmm. Hath not God up. commanded thee? And then she told him the timing behind it. So we're, we're, we're getting some good um, teaching or mentoring from Deborah. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. And then we saw that the word, Hebrews 4.12, for the word of God that God speaks is alive and full of power. And that word there means we get our word energy from. So God's word is alive and full of power and energy, making it active, operative, energizing, and effective, and it's sharper than any two-edged sword. Mm -hmm. That means that when speaking words is powerful enough, but speaking God's word is a double whammy. Amen. You really, you really, 
hit the nail on the head when you right. speak God's word. And knowing the right word to speak at the right moment. Mm-hmm. A word fitly spoken. Yeah. You know. And when we do that, and that is, that's a manifestation of the Spirit of God through the female, then that, that's a redemptive revelation of God, which keeps people, gives people vision. Mm-hmm. So it all works together. All the dots connect. Yes, yes. So, and then we saw that even the Apostle Paul said, Now, brethren, this is in Acts chapter 20, verse 32. Now, brethren, I commend you to deposit as a trust for protection... I commend you, meaning to deposit as a trust for protection to God, to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all them which are sanctified. So uh, Paul had that much confidence in there's a word to God's grace. And God's grace is what strengthens our heart <coughs> Excuse me, and turns it towards righteousness. And I think I shared the story last week about um, a young man that was a friend of my son's years ago. And he ended up, um, anyway, he died. And uh, how just praying for God's grace to abound to his father and his mother yeah. mm-hmm. to deal with that issue, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so there's a word to God's grace. And then God's grace is what we need mm-hmm. to strengthen our hearts yes. so that we can walk in his ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, our pastor years back said, you know, it takes a strong heart to walk with God. Yes, it does. Doesn't Amen. it? Mm-hmm. It does. And that's what his grace does. It mm-hmm. strengthens our inner man. So yeah. so then we get to, we'll start with this week. Um, and I, I just stuck this in there because I like this scripture. <laughs> <laughs> Psalm 45.1 in the Message Bible says, it, it's in the King James, it says, my, my tongue is the pen of a ready writer. But in the Message Bible, it says, My heart burst its banks, spilling beauty and goodness, and I pour it out in a poem to the king, shaping the river into words. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, the river, the river, uh, there's a river of life. There's, right. You know, the Bible begins with a river mm-hmm. and ends with a river. Yeah. And it's a river of life. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a picture of the Spirit of, of God. The Spirit flows. It flows. The river flows. Right. And if any obstacles come and get in the way, any any uh, unforgiveness, any offenses, that's why he tells us to forgive. Mm-hmm. Because it's blocking the river right. of life and the life of God in us. Mm-hmm. And it's stopping it from getting to someone else. And I, and I But to think that you can shape that river mm-hmm. with your words. Wow. And that's why it's like, say you're having liver problems well you want to send the healing anointing of that river into mm-hmm. your liver <laughs> Almost <laughs> river, into the liver. river and liver <laughs> but um but i'm saying different parts of your body are into a situation mm-hmm. you want to send the word of god into that situation because it is a word of health yes amen it's medicine to our flesh yes yeah i i remember just thinking about um just dealing with an issue where I was believing God for healing and and you know we know that God is the healer and praying for healing is right or just believing God yeah. for healing it's mm-hmm. not something we have to ask for it's something he already has prepared for us and made ready for us and um but he he kind of changed the way that I spoke and directed that river by speaking life because it's his life that brings that healing. That is so the just, river of life. Right. So it? just speaking mm-hmm. life over mm-hmm. those areas um, instead of just 
again, I'm not saying it's wrong to say healing, but that's right, what right. he directed me was that, right. that I need life in that area mm -hmm. of my body, not, you know, just please heal me because he's already done it. And adding to that, speaking of things that aren't as though they were. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times people say, well, Lord, I know you're going to heal me. Right. <laughs> I know you're going to heal me. You, you've seen yeah. the picture of the horse hooked up to the buggy and there's a carrot hanging right here. So the horse <laughs> will keep going and following the carrot. Mm -hmm. Well, he's never going to get that carrot. That's is, that's Lord, you're going to heal me. Right. Thank you, Lord, true. that you're going to heal me. Well, he already did heal us at the yes. cross. Amen. The cross finished the work of God. Mm -hmm. And so uh, now you say, Lord, thank you that by your stripes I was Amen. healed. Amen. My body functions to the perfection to which God created it to function. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. So we speak can speak to it. Right. So we can thank him for the healing and speak life to the right. area that mm -hmm. we need. <laughs> We're learning how to talk kingdom <laughs> business. This is kingdom business. Yeah. Shaping that river. So then we go to Proverbs uh, um, eighteen twenty one. This is a powerful scripture. Mm -hmm. Death and life are in the power or the hand of the tongue. Mm -hmm. Anybody that's set, come to my Bible studies knows this really well. <laughs> I mean, I, over and over. But listen, I figure if I need to get it over and over mm -hmm. again, everybody needs to get right. it over and over again. It never gets old, it, and we've never. And you need to be quickened it. to it, don't right. you? Mm -hmm. It just makes me think that um, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in me and quickens my mortal body. Mm -hmm. Well, I need to be quickened to these things on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. it doesn't, you don't just get it and that's it. Right. you got to get it and get it and get it. And every time you get it again, you get some more to it. Mm -hmm. So it's repetition and consistency. And are constant really revelation. Well, it's like the, if you ate eggs this morning... Are you never going to eat eggs again because you <laughs> ate them once? No, no. Some things I might eat once and never <laughs> eat again. True, but that's true. That's <laughs> true. Death and life. Death and life. Death and life. Get yeah. that picture. Death and life are in the hand or the power of the tongue. Mm. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Wow. So the thing is, is the words that we speak, we are eating those words. Mm -hmm. And... Um, and we're dressing those we're dressing our bodies with those words mm -hmm. and so it's real important you know the traditional way of talking is uh oh i'm so old or i'm this or i'm that or and and it's really so dangerous because mm -hmm. we're we're cons we're conscripting ourselves into a small area mm -hmm. that someone else has said to us yeah you know yeah so um if you want to break out of that. Now, this next picture is, I hope we can see it. I don't know if we can see this from not. But this is the picture of the man's mind uh, in the top and the woman's good. mind is at the bottom. <laughs> Her mind looks like an airplane, a pilot Control. seat in an airplane. <laughs> and his mind is very simple. <laughs> it's a light switch. <laughs> and so... Uh, but, you know, uh, talking about women and words and talking mm -hmm. and in in purpose, position, and power, there's a, a more detailed description of how our minds function differently mm -hmm. and um, women have more words and why. So we're, we're held accountable. We're going to want to talk more than the man does anyway mm -hmm. in most cases. I won't limit it to all cases, but in right. most cases. And so just to get that picture that, uh, what was it? I read an article once that said the woman's the, the man's mind is like a waffle and the woman's mind is like a plate of spaghetti. 
<laughs> we just function everywhere. <laughs> and, and he's got and, his little squares. Yeah, and he's got he's got compartmentalized things. <laughs> and that's why we need each other. He yeah. needs some of our spaghetti and we need some of his waffle sections. <laughs> <laughs> Preferably not together. Yeah, those are not <laughs> those, at the same time. The food, right. Yeah, right. Anyway, <laughs> so Proverbs four, twenty through twenty one says my son, attend to my words, incline thine ear unto my sayings, let them not depart from thine eyes, and keep them in the midst of thine heart. Now, it's important to see, and I, I need to talk to myself here, that we need to not let them depart from our eyes. In other words, you know, I, I know the scriptures, and I can rattle them off in many cases, uh, different scriptures, but I need to look at them, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. One time I was praying for one of my kids and um, uh, I was seeking God about some an issue for them in their life. And, um, and that's what mothers do. We need to seek the Lord to help our kids get set free mm-hmm. to be all that God's called them to be. Yes. Or your husband or your mother or your father. I mean, that's what we do for each other. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I can see things that you couldn't see and you could see things that I couldn't see. Mm-hmm. And so that's important. But I was seeking the Lord about that. And I put on the Bible on tape. And then I read the Bible. And I, it was in my ear and in my eyes yeah. all at the same time. And I got my answer. I mean, I, I, I just pressed in like that. And I did get my answer and got my son set free in some areas. So uh, attend to my words. Incline thine ear unto my saying. That means to pay attention. You know, pay attention. Behold. Uh, Pay attention to my words and incline your ear. Seek to understand. I mean, the Holy yeah. Spirit's been, he, he's our friend. He's with us forever. Mm-hmm. That really st- struck me one time. Mm-hmm. Forever. Yeah. When, when I leave this earth, he's going with me. Right. My husband can't go with me. My mm-hmm. children aren't going to go with me. Mm-hmm. But the Holy Spirit is my intimate friend. Yeah. He's going to take me and go with me. Mm-hmm. And so um, he he will explain things because, you know, you'd be reading the Bible and it says this over here. Then you come on down and it says this and they look like they contradict each other and Mm -hmm. they look different. Um, Actually, I just had an experience with that. Um, I'm not prepared, but I'll try to do the best I can with it here. Um, When it says agree, uh, if any two of you agree is in touching Mm-hmm. About anything in the earth, it shall be done for them by my Father who's in heaven. Mm-hmm. The agree is in touching there uh, is harmony. We get our word harmonize. Okay. So if you come into the harmony and come in harmony with one another, mm-hmm. agree is in touching about anything in the earth, and it'll be done for us by our Father who's in heaven. But then in Matthew, I think five, it says agree with your adversary quickly mm-hmm. on the way to the judgment, lest I don't remember how that goes because. Like I said, I wasn't prepared to do that. but So I'm saying, well, Lord, surely you're not telling us to come into a harmony with our in, our adversary. Mm-hmm. We can't do that. Yeah. But it's a different agree. And basically he said, no, just make peace in your mind mm-hmm. about the outcome. Yeah. You don't have, you're not coming into agreement with them, but you're, you're agreeing to disagree. Mm-hmm. You've, you've made it peaceful that that's the way it is and it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes, that scripture actually, uh, I remember thinking one time about, um, it's kind of like facing your, Giants. facing the, the worst outcome. Like, okay, 
I see right. these things are in mm-hmm. place. I see that this is going that way, and you know. But I so it's like I see what you're doing. Right. I, but I'm gonna stand, stand on the over word here. of God. Yeah. Right. And you can make peace with the fact that that's the way that person, say it's a person, mm-hmm. that's the way that person is, and you, you're not going to change them, right. but you can be at peace and not let it agitate and yes, torment you. absolutely. So mm-hmm. you can agree in that sense mm-hmm. that it's not going to torment you. You're not coming into harmony with them mm-hmm. because they're not on the right track, yeah. as far as you know. Mm-hmm. They're not on the right track. So at any rate, <clears throat> so those two things seem to... Um, <coughs> disagree with each other there's a contradiction there but the holy spirit will take you and show you he'll unveil things mm-hmm. to you there was a book years ago called uh um was a lady wrote it uh, mary and mary mary somebody and the holy ghost but she talked about how jesus was like hiding behind a tree waiting to jump out and reveal himself to her <laughs> And that's what the Holy Spirit would do, would reveal the deep treasures in the Word. Mm-hmm. Revelation. You know, when you're reading along in the Word and, and you get a revelation, mm-hmm. that's just a kiss and a wink from your Father. Amen. And and she 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 portrayed it as like they were playing a game of hide and seek. Mm-hmm. He had hidden these little treasures and now he's revealing them mm-hmm. to her. That's awesome. So we've got, th- we've got this, this whole book yes. full of treasures. Amen. And the heart of God, and that's one of the things that um, really blesses me is that the that He loved us enough. You know, if you share your heart with somebody, mm-hmm. that's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. And so He, has, God the Father, the Jesus, the the Lord of all the universe, mm-hmm. is willing to share His heart with us. Yeah, that is precious. We're gonna. Mm, pause and think pause, about it. Yeah. That's what that's what Sila means. Pause and think about it. Yeah. So so we're inclining our ear into his sayings. We're not gonna let them depart from our eyes. We need to look at the word and read it and keep them in the midst of our heart, right in the middle of our heart. I like uh, where it says he bless our food and water and take sickness from the midst of us. Mm-hmm. Midst meaning the middle. In other words, my my thought life won't even touch on sickness and disease. Mm. I won't even That's think about it. I'm not going to sit here and be fearful of sickness and disease. Right. Because it's it's got nothing in me. Mm-hmm. Remember, uh, where was it? It says, you have nothing in me. Satan had nothing in him. I guess it was about Jesus. Mm. Satan had nothing in him. When we're washed in the blood and we're redeemed from the curse and we keep the blood of Jesus active in our lives and we repent when we need to quickly, uh, then then... Satan has nothing in us, and he yeah. has to. He he has to get hold of. He has to have sin to attach himself to. Mm-hmm. And when we stay fresh with God and stay repentant before the Lord, and keep the blood of Jesus active in our lives, mm-hmm. he has nothing to hook on to. Right. Well, that's what he comes. Ultimately, what he wants to steal is the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, because if he can twist the truth right what we know and what we're searching out then that's where he can spread but that's right and he he hooks and then he gets hold of us and he won't let go yeah so proverbs 4 22 uh this is well it goes from 21 my son attend to my words incline thine ear unto my sayings let them not depart from thine eyes keep them in the midst of thine heart for they are life unto those that find them and health or medicine 
to all their flesh. Mm-hmm. That is such a powerful thing for today's world with mm-hmm. pandemics and everything. And it's to keep those words active and alive. Yeah. Remember, the Word of God has energy in it, and it will push back on sickness and disease trying to come upon you. It'll push back on it. Mm-hmm. And it's a, like a, when I was a kid, there was a, a, a and we did have TV back then, there was an um, ad on TV, a Colgate toothpaste ad, mm-hmm. and there was a plexiglass wall there, and they'd throw something at that wall, and they'd hit the plexiglass and say, with Colgate, your teeth are protected. <laughs> and that's the way I feel with uh, speaking the word. Mm-hmm. It's a shield about right. us. The faith is a shield. The word of God is a shield. Mm-hmm. And it's a shield about us. So when we say, Lord, I thank you that you are my physician, it tells us in Exodus 15, I am the Lord that healeth thee. I am your physician. He is our physician. His word is medicine to our flesh. Mm-hmm. We really need to get that down on the inside of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because one pandemic will lead to more pandemics, will lead to fear-mongering everywhere. Right. And you need to build yourself up on your most holy faith. Pray in the Holy Ghost. And one way to pray in the Holy Ghost isn't speaking in other tongues, but another way is to speak the word to yourself also. Mm-hmm. So um, the word of God is life, and life does what? It swallows, swallows up, up death. death. Amen. Yes. <laughs> life unto those that find them, and health to all their flesh are medicine. And the Hebrew word, the Hebrew word is... Um, the Hebrew word is marpe, which is health. So it'll go into our next slide, which is Proverbs 15:4. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life. Oh my goodness, <laughs> this is just getting better and better. I know it. <laughs> the wholesome tongue is a tree of life. Wholesome there is the same word as the previous uh, slide in health. It's marpe. Wow. So a healthy tongue is a tree of life. So when he told them in the garden. Mm-hmm. To eat from the tree of life and not the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Mm-hmm. Well, the knowledge of good and evil is my own thinking. The tree of life is God's thinking. Amen. Right? And it's medicine to my flesh. Man. Wow. Just the power that we hold. I, well, you know, you know, there was a preacher years back, uh, R.W. Shambach. Mm-hmm. And he said, you don't have any problems. You just need faith in God. <laughs> and that's the truth. Simple as that. It's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. And and I I confess and uh, confess to you now I'm not always there. Yeah. But at least if you have the knowledge of what we're talking about, mm-hmm. you can gird yourself up and mm-hmm. get there. You at least know where the target is. Right. You may blow it once in a while. Mm-hmm. You may just want to lay down and let it <laughs> just go for it. I don't care. I don't want to fight back. <laughs> but eventually you're going to get yourself together and get up and do what it, what you need to do to win the victory. Yes, amen. And remember in the book of Revelations, the first three chapters, seven times, to him who overcomes. I want to do a teaching on that sometime. To That'd him who good. overcomes. What you have to do to be an overcomer. Mm-hmm. And the gift that you get, the treasure that you get for doing it. Um, you know... Uh, if we want to love God back, then stay hooked to um, the victory that he's already won. He always leads us in his victory in Christ and manifests through us the sweet aroma of the knowledge of God in every place. 
So, a wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit. And wholesome is the word marpe in medicine. And uh, we also get uh, a physician to heal and to make healthy. A wholesome tongue. So just think, putting the word of life into your mouth is the best antibiotic you can take. Yeah. And it does not have side side effects. effects. I was just going to say, no (laughs) negative side effects. (laughs) Right. You don't, you don't have to have 15 seconds of fast talking underlying your ad to tell you that you could go blind, deaf, dumb, paralyzed, or die yeah. if you take this. I know. I remember when <laughs> my daughter Hannah was like maybe five years old and we were watching something on TV and one of those commercials came on and they start listing all the things and she says, Mommy, please don't ever take that. <laughs> and I said, okay, right. I won't. <laughs> yeah, right. Now let's, uh, let's go... Um, we, uh, I want to finish this. <laughs> sound a sound heart. Uh, this is Proverbs fourteen thirty. A sound heart is the life of the flesh, but envy is rottenness of the bones. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, just a little side trip. Rottenness of the bones. The bones. The life of the flesh is in the blood. The life of the blood is in the bone marrow. Mm-hmm. So when your bones rot. Mm-hmm then the flesh is eventually going to die. Dying, you will die. So uh, it just it just shows death and life are in the hand, the power of the tongue. We're either speaking life and building ourselves up in our most holy faith, or we're killing ourselves with our own mouth. Yeah. Ooh. I'll tell you, as you get older, you're, you're, you're on the other side, on the back side of it. You're not there yet, but... Uh, as you get older, uh, I remember when I was turning 40, I ran into a girl that I went to high school with in the mall. And, you know, I was learning how to talk right, mm-hmm. and she didn't know how to talk right. And she just came up and just threw herself on me. Oh, my eyes are going. Oh, my joints are hurting. Oh, I'm for- we're 40 now. Oh, my. I thought, <laughs> Lord, Lordy, Lordy, Lordy. <laughs> that sounds really good, 40. But, um, and, and I just thought, I'm not going to say that. Mm-mm. Don't let the world system and the traditions of men talk you into talking against yourself like mm-hmm. that. You don't yeah. have to. You don't have to give in to that. Right. Hallelujah. Because <laughs> we can govern. We're the prophet of our own lives. Yes. Because we can speak our mouth. Speak with our mouth. Okay. Let's quickly. Oh, this is so good. Do we have time? <laughs> yes, we do. We have time. We have time. This is out of Matthew. Uh, I didn't put the. I didn't put the scripture up there, but it's out of Matthew. Um, I think 22, and it's the story of the the guy that gives a marriage supper for his uh, his son. Anyway, he's he's uh, he's walking through the um, wedding venue, and he notices everybody was in wedding garments, but he notices a man that didn't have on a garment, and he said to him, "Friend, how how camest thou in hither not having a wedding garment?" And it says, and he was speechless. He was speechless. Mm -hmm. That's how we put on a wedding garment, is by speaking. Wow. Speaking words. And we we will see that in just a little bit. But that's why he was not in a wedding garment, because he was... We're talking about how does that affect me today. Uh, It says to put on Christ. Mm -hmm. And literally that means, put on means to sink into a garment. So allow Christ to dress me. In other words, 
I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. You just dressed yourself with righteousness. I am yeah. um, patient and kind, yes. not jealous, arrogant, or boastful. I don't act unbecomingly or seek my own. See, every cell in my body, my heart, the very bits, bottom of my heart, my mind, I'm saturating myself with the word of life. Yeah. I am patient and kind, not jealous, arrogant. I dealt with anger in my early, earlier days, and... And I would just go in the bathroom and shut the door and talk to the wall. I'm patient and kind. I'm not jealous, <laughs> arrogant, or boastful. I just talk, talk myself down. Yeah. You know, and you have to just, you just have to groom your, you're grooming yourself. Right. Well, one of the, one of your greatest tips, in my opinion, well, it was something that the Lord showed you, so we'll give him credit. <laughs> <laughs> but that, you know, it's, Yes, it's very important to not be speaking negative, but we have to replace that with the positive. speaking what's right, right over right. ourselves. So, And, you know, I can remember just pacing in my kitchen sometimes, thinking, you know, being indecisive. In fact, one day he said, for Pete's sakes, Mary Jean, you're putting more, more uh, power in the devil's ability, uh, your inability to speak than in my, your inability to hear than in my ability to speak. And I thought, well, you're true. That's true. I'm sorry, Lord. <laughs> so I started saying, thank you that I'm filled with the knowledge of God's will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. I walk before you and please you in all respects. I bear fruit in every good work. Did I feel like I was that all that? No, I didn't feel that way. <laughs> yeah. But I was giving the Holy Spirit, my best friend, something to work with. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. So that's, I've always liked that about the wedding garment. He was speechless. That's why he, did, he couldn't have on a wedding garment because he didn't know what to say. You've yeah. got to know what to say. You've got to speak and put on. You've got to be dressed to go in and see the king yeah. <laughs> in your royal robes. <laughs> now, um, we'll quickly go through this. It says at the end of that, when he, when Jesus was finished telling that parable about the wedding garment and he was speechless, it says, For many are called, but few are chosen. And we get our word, many are called, but few are chosen. We get our word, um, actually the word chosen is made up of two words, eklektos, and it, uh, ek means out from, and logos is the word of God. So chosen means out from the Word of God. Many are called, but few come out from the Word of God. See what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So if I want to be chosen, I do the choosing. I choose God's Word in my life, and then I become choice because because I chose the Word of life. Really, we judge ourselves. Mm -hmm. We position ourselves. We, um, I don't have time to go there, but... We um, we prepare ourselves for either judgment or glory. Mm. Yeah. So, but we we prepare ourselves. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. We prepare ourselves. Someday we'll I'll show you in, in Romans. But that. But many are called, but few are chosen. He was speechless, and then Jesus comes down after that and says, "Many are called, but few are chosen." He was speechless because he didn't choose to put the Word of God to work in his life. And um, Jesus said, this is to show that we are clothed, in Luke twenty four forty nine. Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, 
but tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued or clothed with power from on high. We need to clothe ourselves with righteousness. Well, he gives us a robe of righteousness as Mm -hmm. a free gift when we invite him into our life. And then all your sins are washed away and you put on this robe, this undergarment really of righteousness. Mm -hmm. And then we start adding to our priestly robes by words that we speak about ourselves. And uh, we're clothed. We're clothed means to sink into a garment. We just allow the Holy Spirit to groom us. We'll be seeing that in the book of Esther as we get into that. And I think um, we'll finish up next week on these last few slides and then get into the book of Esther. How about that? Amen. Amen. So I'm looking forward to it, and I it moves slow, but you know I go home and I get to I get all excited about doing Esther, and then I see something else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> see something we're, else. we're on a journey. There's <laughs> yeah, it's a slow journey, but yeah, it's a journey. It's a good journey. <laughs> so I I um I just love the Word of God. Yes, Amen. It is powerful, <laughs> quick and sharper than any double-edged sword, energizing, energizing amen. us. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> So, we were really happy to be with you. I'm really happy that Chesley's back. Yes, I'm glad to be back. Thank you all for being with <laughs> and us. And we're going to all practice our, our words all, all yes, week, right? Yes, Go forth and speak the word of God over yourselves, over your families, Amen. and frame your world. Okay. <laughs> frame Jesus your name. world. That's yes. it. Frame your world. Let's do that. <laughs> we Amen. love you all. God bless. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We also live stream on Facebook and YouTube on Thursdays at noon. Hope to see you there.